Now, joining us for a very interesting conversation about artificial intelligence over in Oxford, so happy to have Jonathan Mason, mathematician and a leader with the Association for Mathematical Consciousness Science. The reason I wanted to talk with Jonathan is there's a very interesting piece in nature called AI consciousness. Scientists say we need urgent answers. So I thought, well, then, Jonathan Mason, give us the urgent answers. Hi there, Sarah. Hi. Yeah. Um, so thanks so much for having me on your show. And um, you're quite right. This is a, a very, very uh, interesting topic, something that's developing ever so quickly. We all know that we're sort of being bombarded at the moment with uh, details in the media about AI and where it's going. And... Um, you know, there's kind of like a number of adjacent issues uh, to AI development that are really important as well, as well. And one of these is consciousness. And um, probably for a lot of people, um, if they've heard about the consciousness issues, maybe, you know, somebody from one of the big tech companies saying um, there's not all that relevant at the moment. But, of course, that's not coming from people actually in the field itself. And so there's been this sort of... Uh, uh, work going on to try to uh, raise awareness, I guess, um, at various different levels about this, this this issue. And so I guess the question is, and this is the way the nature piece also starts, is could artificial intelligence systems become conscious? Is that one of your major research points you look at right now? And is that the starting point for this entire conversation? Um, well, I think conscious, you know, the field of consciousness science it's broader it's broader than the ai question because you know it's actually the field goes back the modern field of consciousness science goes back around about 30 years to the beginning of the 1990s consciousness has always been a really important topic in science and um it's going through a really interesting stage right now probably for two things two two big reasons one is because of what's happening in ai i mean it's so exciting and it's uh, you know, it's really focusing minds and so forth. And the other thing is kind of like what's actually going on in consciousness science as well, that that, that field is developing, it's becoming more theoretical. It's kind of like, um, you think about what happens in physics when the mathematicians and, uh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, originally it'd be the mathematicians, then later on it would also be the computer scientists got involved. Um, things really roared ahead and... Um, uh, this is uh, what we're hoping is, is going to develop in consciousness science as well. Um, and so mathematical consciousness science has been around for around about five, six years, uh, sort of as something that's sort of recognised, if you like, and there's, there's um, papers being published in the literature uh, using math these mathematical models and approaches, which is really exciting. Um, so it's a bigger, bigger subject area than just the AI, but what's so important about what's going on in AI is that it makes the issue relevant to society in general now. You know, it, it's something that's really going to be important for lots of people as AI develops further, gets closer and closer to AGI, that's artificial general intelligence, and people are going to need to know, all sorts of different people in society are going to need to know, um, could these systems actually turn out to be uh, conscious. And so your organization, the Association for Mathematical Consciousness Science, 
reached out and, and you proposed to the United Nations that we urgently need dollars and funding and more time and investment into this because, as your paper says, there are ethical, legal, and safety issues. So what does that look like for the average person sitting in their home in Calgary? How does this affect their life when it's expanding and, and happening at such a rapid pace in the development of AI? Yeah, that's a great question. So the the paper that we submitted to the UN, um, which was accepted as a sort of foundational evidence uh, for the new um, UN body for uh, global AI governance, um, it, our paper it's uh, listed seven areas um, in all. So the 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 nature the nature article kind of picked up on just a few of them. So I could just quickly just tell you what those seven areas are. I mean, uh, the number number one is kind of like safety. I mean, we've heard a lot about the issue of uh, uh, safety in AI development, and um, that can't really be complete unless you also take into account the possibility of these things becoming conscious. I mean, if they are conscious, then it's possible that they may exhibit all sorts of kinds of behavior that you would never anticipate otherwise. Mm -hmm. So. You to do a really proper uh, assessment of these systems, you kind of need to know whether they are conscious or not. So that's one really kind of important area. Um, ethics are important as well. You know, people are going to uh, kind of make connections with these systems more and more as they become more like us, you know, potentially. And uh, people are going to kind of think, well, can you just turn these things off at the end of the day? Um, are these things um, potentially conscious and potentially a person? And if they are, then they're going to, uh, um, you know, questions such as, do these systems feel pain? Could they, could, could big tech, for example, inadvertently create systems that are conscious and are experiencing pain or something like this? So, so there's all well, their sort of ethical uh, perspectives as well. Um, and then there's the kind of more obvious stuff, I guess. So things like regulation. I mean, if you're going to develop uh, these really advanced systems, then maybe the regulations need to be a little bit different if um, you're actually trying to create something that is conscious or uh, if consciousness science is kind of indicating that what you're doing, it's kind of more likely to um, have consciousness, for example. So in that case, you know, maybe you need to have some slightly different regulations to um, um, be applied uh, when those that kind of work is is being done. So I mean, from a societal perspective, you know, people will want to know that um, people are, as you know, researchers and, and and so forth, are taking care that they are um, um, being careful and, and that there are regulations uh, in place and. Legislation is another thing. So, if if you imagine, uh, um, well, yeah, who who makes the law, right? I mean, we vote in governments, and then governments um, they kind of like draw up the legislation, and it gets discussed, and then something comes into law. But we're going to start uh, thinking about extending the law to artificial systems. Then you're going to need to know whether it's conscious or not. You know, is it actually a person? Should it be held? accountable if it does something wrong deliberately 
I mean, you wouldn't hold your dishwasher accountable for anything, but you know, if it's an actual, if it's something that is, is sort of sentient and conscious, then you know, that may have an effect on how the legislation is is written. Um, but also, you know, should it have rights? You know, we give rights to animals, for example. Um, their sort of animal welfare legislation. You shouldn't deliberately try to cause animals uh, pain or hurt, hurt them, etc. Um, so there's legislation for animals. Should there be legislation for advanced AI? Again, it's going to depend on, um, you know, the consciousness issue is going to be a big issue in there to know whether they might be or not. These are, is it fair to say these are wild thoughts we have to have? Because it honestly seems like you are a mathematician studying this and researching it. And yet when you start to talk about AI systems and their legal needs and perhaps their healthcare needs, do we have to have housing considerations for this conversation? It does feel like we're talking about a James Cameron movie at some point, And yet this is real life in 2024. Yeah, it is. Uh, speaking, by the way, with Jonathan Mason, a math- mathematician in Oxford and with the Association for Mathematical Consciousness Science, when you were a little guy, did you want to be a mathematician growing up? And could you ever foresee this being your life's work? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, when I was... Uh, um, an undergraduate and when I did my PhD in maths in the UK um, I really did it because I loved the beauty of mathematics I loved mathematical structures I felt that mathematical structures um, they, they, that, that they have some kind of deeper significance if you like um, that, that you're kind of uh, reaching into some deeper truth if you uh, learn mathematics at sort of uh, university level you're finding out about these sort of these different kinds of structures which many of ha- many of them have relevance to you know, the structure of our own our own universe and this sort of thing um so it was very much that sort of fascination and it was just really right towards the end of my phd which was in pure maths um that i got into consciousness science 